It's 720 WGN. Happy Mother's Day again to all the mothers out there. Thanks for so many moms checking in here. I was looking for some sons. Yeah. Where were the men? Where were they in that segment? Come on, man. Thank, I mean, you thanked your mom. I, I thanked, did, yeah. I, I thanked my mom. And then we had a lot of moms calling. Mary Lou, you were, you were the cop, you were the topper there. All right, let us move along. Andrew Goldberg was born in rough and tumble Highland Park, Illinois, similar to myself. And he now lives in Florida and he's on a journey, Andy Mazur, mm-hmm. to collect every, a ticket from every single game that Michael Jordan ever played. And he joins us now on 720 WGN. Andrew, first of all, you are at least, uh, you're in, in, in my top 50 heroes of all time for this undertaking that you're doing. Congratulations on, on even the desire to do this. It's amazing. Good job. Thank you. Good, good evening. How are you? Thanks for having me. It, it's it's our pleasure. How many tickets do you have out of how many games at this point, Andrew? So if you if you count all the regular season Bulls, uh, playoff Bulls, and yes, the regular season Wizards, and then 13 All-Star appearances, it's 1,264 games possible, NBA games. And so far, I have 878 unique games. 878 out of 1,264. Somebody do the math on that for me, please. I'm doing it myself. Uh, so you're... When did you start this, Andrew? Well, I mean, technically I started it, you know, way back when, when Jordan was playing. Um, my father uh, shared season tickets with two of his friends, and it was a real treat if I got to go to a game, let's say, maybe four or five times a season. And um, I think it was when I was in junior high, I started thinking to myself, you know, I wonder if one day someone would find value in a ticket to a game that Michael Jordan played in, because at that point he had been winning, let's say, four or five scoring titles in a row. He was clearly something special. And um, I was thinking just like, you know, someone would pay for a ticket stub, you know, for a game that Babe Ruth played in. And so I started keeping the ones from the games I went to, eventually started asking my dad to. Of course, he would always shove them in his pocket and they'd get all bent and everything. But um, And then I just didn't think of anything of it. And then about five years ago, um, I you know, and I had maybe 60 tickets in total, you know, all, all, for many years. And then about five years ago, I thought, you know, it'd be really interesting and fun to collect every ticket from the 95-96 season and get the 72-10 and 10 record and, you know, have that as be like a, a big showpiece on the wall for like the man cave, you know, idea. And um, as I was looking for those tickets, I found lots of other years and I just said, ah, let's just, let's, this might be a little crazy, but let me try to find all of them. It's rather unique because I, I think a lot of people would, would collect cards and, and things of that nature, and, and you chose uh, to go the ticket stub route. And I'm curious, uh, you know, the value of these things, first of all, and then second of all, how you're going about collecting since obviously you weren't at all these games. Right. Um, so, uh, well, and let me just say that, you know, yeah, I also had, you know, uh, cards when I was growing up, too. And there's just, I don't know if you want to call it a little epiphany for me, but it was just this moment where I said, you know, the ticket stubs are a little bit, for me, more special than a card. A card's manufactured, um, you know, the scarcity, the inserts, all that sort of thing. That's created by, you know, a company that's trying to create demand and create scarcity. 
ticket stubs, um, it's totally dependent on the athletes themselves. Did they do something special in these games? And these tickets, in some ways, feel like they're almost like witnesses, you know, to these games, which I just feel is, you know, they're in the the stadium. They're in the arena where it actually happened, which is pretty cool. Um, You know, in regard to value, you know, there's, uh, I think there's pre-last dance value, and then there's value of that's fluctuating a lot right now and mostly uh, moving upwards. Um, just as an example, I'll mention a ticket stub that I do not have. Um, Michael Jordan's uh, first preseason game um, in Peoria um, just sold on an auction site yesterday for $34,000. Wow. Now, that's, that's, perspective. that's a preseason game. <laughs> yeah, it gives you some perspective his nba debut game which i also do not have this one and this is one that i'd love to have um sold um uh, i i think it was last year for about 30 some thousand dollars i would imagine today because of the last dance popularity it will sell for much higher um so um now the value you know i mean pre pre um last dance i would try to find tickets for anywhere from a dollar to 15 dollars for what i would call non-key games uh, for key games, they could you know start to be a little bit more sometimes in the hundreds. Like one of the harder ones to find was the flu game, um, and that was probably like three hundred bucks or four hundred bucks when I found it. Um, and you know it just depends on you know the the the, the game itself and you know it, it, and the scarcity of it. Um, now how I find them is mostly uh, through eBay and then some other auction sites and just doing a lot of searching online. You have 386 games to go here, if my math is right. You mentioned a preseason game. You're not doing all the preseason games, are you? You just named that because that's what that one sold for? Or are you? Yeah. No, I'm not. It's not part of the 1,264. Um, if I can find a preseason game, I'm not going to, you know, and it's a reasonable price, like just a few bucks, you know, I'll get it. Although there is one preseason game that I do have that I think is very special that I got a few years ago. Um, I actually, when I got it, I didn't know it was special. And that because the, uh, the preseason schedules are not readily available online. Yeah, I can't. So they're hard to find. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I I just for some reason the reason that I, mainly that I'm a lunatic I was tr- I was looking for some preseason schedules recently and I couldn't find them they're, they're not out there so I, I get they're not out there yeah and the box scores aren't out there either so to you know even verify who played um, but I did get a game and as it turns out it's from um, October nineteenth nineteen eighty four against the Kansas City Kings and it is the first game that Michael Jordan played in Chicago Stadium. Oh, that's good. Now, for me, that's pretty cool. Oh, now, that's... I don't know what that's worth. If it's worth as much as that other preseason game, whoa, you know, that'd be amazing. I stayed nowhere near that. I had no idea. Um, but uh, that, that, that's a pretty special ticket for me. You know, this collection kind of makes me a little nostalgic, too, because, you know, these days your ticket is your phone, or it's a, it's a piece of paper. It's not even really anything that's collectible. Right, you know, uh, you know that's a, that's a big sort of debate or conversation in the the ticket collecting uh, circles. 
um, you know, as as more and more teams are going to uh, mobile phone ticketing, uh, you know, it, it, will tickets become more valuable because there will be less of them because they're not being made anymore? Like, for instance, what I'm doing with Michael Jordan's career, you cannot do with LeBron James's career. Uh, because there's so many games that the tickets just don't exist. Um, so will they become more valuable because of that? Or will they become less valuable because there'll be so many kids growing up who won't even know what a ticket stub is? Do so they won't you know, have any sort of emotional attachment to the concept. Um, I like to believe it's the first, um, and that tends to be the case, I think, in most uh, collectible sort of uh, genres. But uh, it's it's a big discussion. Andrew Goldberg, he's collecting Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls tickets. He's got 878 games. Uh, Andrew, what do you do for work? Um, so I'm a, a consultant in the nonprofit space, uh, mostly been in uh, the arts. I actually got my start um, in my career at the Ravinia Festival. Okay. Love that place. No, Ravinia's so good. Not going to be around this summer, which is too bad. But uh, So you're yeah. just a sports fan who has a regular gig, and you've taken up this hobby, and you're not going to stop until you get there. Am, am I hearing this right? Yeah, yeah. I would love to get there. And then, you know, I've been asked, you know, so what do you do when you're done? You know, when you get 1,264 tickets, what then? And, um, you know, I'm of a couple minds, you know, you know, one is, uh, as a collector, you, you, you continually try to upgrade the collection. So you've got a stub that's all, you know, lots of creases. You try to find one without creases, you know, you try to find maybe even a full ticket, you know, and just get a better and better condition. But my, my goal would be, um, because, and I, what I'm about to say is that it's my understanding, um, so far, and I've been at this for about five years pretty strongly i haven't heard of anyone else who is trying to do this so if i make the assumption that i'll be the only person who has done this then my intention is if there is a a large uh, you know entity that wants to partner with me to share it with the public i would love to do that so i would approach the chicago bulls and ask would you be interested in a semi-permanent exhibit at uh, the united center for a period of time so that, you know, the pregame halftime, you know, folks can take a 15, 20 minute stroll through there or whatever. And, and, you know, have some nostalgic moments. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that, that's sort of like the, you know, the dream idea for me. I like it. I like it. What, what's your most valuable ticket stub right now? Do you know? I am guessing it's probably that preseason one. I mean, if it, if it's, Sold hit that other one sold for thirty four thousand. I'm not saying this one's thirty four thousand. I really don't know because um, you know there's it's hard to know how many are out there. Um, there's the only thing you can know is if they've been. Uh, there's a company named uh, uh, PSA Professional Sports Authenticators, and I send many of my key games to them to just get authenticated, make sure that they're real. Um, sometimes I get them graded by them, and um, they have something that's called a population report where you can see how many of a particular game they have actually seen of those tickets. And for that game in particular, I think they've only seen two. Hmm. So that sounds pretty scarce to me um, and pretty special. So your season tickets, by the way, at Chicago Stadium were behind the bucket in the mezzanine. Am I right about that? Um, I know. You know, when I was at uh, at uh, my father's tickets were really close to half court, last row of the lower bowl. Interesting. I mean, they were because you have all the, really fantastic tickets. 
I'm looking at the piece in USA Today here, and you've got all these Section yeah. X tickets. So the which I, yeah. those were those so those were not your seats. Correct. So I have a bunch of the ones that I have, and then you know, but I only had about sixty of them. So I have eight hundred plus tickets that you know clearly you know were not my seats. Okay. I mean, there's so many games. I mean, that come to mind. I mean, you talk about the sixty-three points against the the Celtics. Do you have that one? Um, no, that's one that I'm missing. But I mean, yeah, there. I, and I can't think of another athlete that has so many named games or games where you say, "Oh yeah, that moment." Like, you know, I mean, now that we're watching the Last Dance, I mean, so many of them are, you know, coming up. But like, I have the game. You know, everyone knows the baseline dunk over Ewing in the playoffs, right? Yeah. You know, um, I, I've got that one. Um, you the know, shot? everyone knows the. Um, I have the shot. You know, oh. I have the shot too. What you about know, what um, about the number twelve the, the, the number twelve jersey? I have, I have that one. Yeah, that was uh, February fourteenth, nineteen ninety, in Orlando. <laughs> someone swiped <laughs> and, his jersey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> someone swiped his jersey, yeah. and it was the only time he didn't wear his, you know, his uh, his actual jersey. I had the Pistons walkout game, the double nickel game, um, the dunk on uh, Mutombo, you know, and then the finger wag. You know, everyone remembers that. Do you have fifty nine in the Silver Dome on Mother's Day, twenty one to twenty seven from the field? Oh boy, um, <laughs> maybe. What about, what about? I got to go look. Sixty nine at Cleveland. <laughs> I have that one. Okay. Yes. This, yeah, this I've, got, I've got that one. What about fifty six yeah. against the Sixers in eighty seven? I'm sorry. I'm going to get. I'm going to get real weird. Hey, Andrew. You're awesome, yeah. man. Congratulations on doing this. I wish I was you. Oh, no, I appreciate it. And is, would it be all right for me to share my Twitter handle? Please, absolutely. Um, it's uh, at Andrew L. Goldberg. So, you know, if anyone uh, is uh, at home doing some spring to summer cleaning and you know, finds some, some of their old tickets and they're willing to part with them, you know, let me know. At Andrew L. Goldberg on Twitter. All right. Or you can just, if you and I, I'll, if you want to just hit me up, I will pass it along to Andrew as well. Uh, if you don't use Twitter, which is possible. So, hey, <laughs> continued success, man. 386 more to go. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be paying attention. I appreciate it. And, you know, one of the ones I, I just posted on my Twitter was I have all five games of the 1991 finals. Oh. So I just posted that set on my Twitter feed. So, you know, just kind of, it's, sometimes it's fun to look at that and say, wow, you know, Yes. There it is. That been, was the moment in time. Yeah, I've been staring at your your pictures here, and I'm like, we got to get this guy on the air. Uh, <laughs> be well, Andrew. Thanks, man. Take care. Thanks for the time. Andrew Goldberg. You got any weird collections going on there, or awesome collections, I should say? No, I used to, you know, not really. I Nothing like that. Did you ever do baseball cards? I did for a while, yeah. Did you? Would you buy the whole set, or you just buy packs? No, I bought packs. I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. Would you eat the gum? Of course. It was delicious. <laughs> 720 WGN.